Welcome to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast with Phil Graham and Sam Carlson. We help you master Facebook ads and give you an edge over your competition. If you want to be part of a movement that is taking digital marketers to new heights, this is for you. Let's go. Hey, Phil, what's the difference between a snowman and a snowwoman? One's a man and one's a woman? Nope. Snowballs. Hey, what's ah. up, everybody? Welcome to the Next Level Facebook Ads <laughs> Podcast. It's episode number 102. I hope you enjoyed that little fun joke. That was funny. Yeah. Hey, Sam Carlson, and I'm here with my home slice. Wait, are you really doing this intro? Yeah, dude. Okay. What's up, everybody? Phil Graham. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just hang it. Let, let it all loose, man. Let's do it. I, I mean, I, I, wanted, no, I wanted to shake things up just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That was a funny start. I think that might be one of our most uh, humorous starts. Love hey, it. Well, there you go. There you go. You guys, we're bit, we are glad to be back. Uh, it's interesting because today we're not doing our regular uh, time and we're both in kind of like work mode. And usually when we do this podcast where we've decompressed over a Saturday, and we're kind of getting together on a Sunday and, and hashing out some stuff. But today we are in the thick of it. It's actually Monday when we're recording this. Monday so, night even. Yeah. yeah. So we are uh, ready to bring some serious fire to this conversation. What are we going to be talking about today? My home slice, Phil. Yeah, man. I'm excited because we're going to talk about Facebook ad budgets explained the good, bad and ugly. And I want to say, you know, it's good that we're like, focused, locked in on business today. You know why that's important to our listeners? Yeah, why? Because we actually run our own ad agencies. Do you know how many people out there that teach things that actually don't do it? We actually have real clients. We run real businesses all the time, every day. And I think that's one of the things that makes our podcast cool is that like, we're not just giving information that's like regurgitated from somewhere else. This is like real life stuff from the trenches. I think that's what one of the things that makes us very unique versus a lot of the other stuff out there. I'm proud yeah. of that. Yeah, that's right. And and what's interesting is so today, did we tell what we're going to talk about? Yeah, ad budgets. Yeah, we're going to okay. talk all about ad budgets. Good, bad. Yeah. So today we're going to talk all about ad budgets. And what's interesting about that is because, uh, Basically, as the backdrop, what we were talking about that said, hey, maybe we should share this with people is we were talking about maybe certain client expectations and even just people in general, their expectations of what they want to spend and the results they want from that. So today we're actually going to unveil, we're going to pull back the curtain, we're going to show you or explain to you rather, um, you know, what type of, uh, you know, you can't, what, what is the phrase? Uh, tuna on a caviar budget or whatever, or, or <laughs> caviar on a tuna budget. I don't yeah. know, but uh, you know, we're going to unveil what budgets are all about. So I'm, uh, I'm ready to jump right into this, man. You, uh, you want to get us started here? Sure. So I want to start off and this is, this episode is going to be great. It doesn't matter if you're an agency or you want to be one or you're an entrepreneur or business owner and you're, you're doing your own ads. This is all going to apply to everyone. So I want to talk about like one of the most common mistakes people make when it comes to budgeting for their ads. Okay, this is big, really common. 
So what a lot of people do is they start with a small budget. That's not actually the mistake because you can have success with a small budget. Now, obviously, if you got more money and you can spend more quicker, that's going to be a great way to go. But that not everybody does. So the problem is some people start with a small budget, but they expect, you know, like, let's say they're running like five or 10 bucks a day, but they're expecting results like they were running a thousand bucks a day. Yeah. It's like going and trying to buy a Ferrari at a Hyundai dealership with Hyundai money. Right. It's not going to work. It's just delusion when you get down to it. But, okay, but if you had the expectation of, okay, you're going to buy the Hyundai, save some money, and then trade it up, and trade it up, and then eventually scale up to a Ferrari or something, that could happen, right? If you did it right and you knew how to do it. But most people, they want the Ferrari for the price of the Hyundai. And that's, that's a big, big problem people have. All right. No, that's exactly right. So I, I think really when a when I look at budget, okay, when I look at what budget is really all about, it's not about how much, because you can, I mean, you can put a dollar a day on ads. I mean, you can yep. if you want. So it's not necessarily about how much of a budget you need to do certain things. It really comes down to what do you have available for budget? That's step one. And then step two is like, according to that budget, what strategy makes the most sense? Okay, because if you're limited, then you're going to have to get a little bit more creative in your strategy. You might have to slow roll a couple of things to give priority to other things. Right. Um, I, I think one of the really big considerations that I'm always wanting to know from my clients is what is the average sales cycle? Right. Because different businesses have sales cycles that are short or long. Right. And so in my business, a lot of my clients have a relatively short uh, sales cycle, meaning the time from getting a lead to getting a person in to closing a sale is less than 30 days. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that is ideal when you're looking at budgeting, right? But if you're doing something to where, let's say you're doing like uh, real estate, you know, people are coming in the market and by the time you get the lead, land the lead, convert the person, they start doing that, that cycle, you know, it's not a 30 day cycle. Most of the time it's pretty long. Yeah. You know, it might be 90 days or more. Yeah. So, so really take into consideration in whatever it is you're doing, what is the sales cycle for what you're doing? Okay. And what can yeah. you afford to do? So if I have a thousand dollars, that's one strategy. If I have $5,000, that's a completely different strategy. And obviously you're going to do more and have better results with 5,000 than you would with a thousand. Right. Yeah, and, and here's the, like, here's what I always tell people too, especially like if you're, let's say you're just starting a new campaign or whatever the case may be. Um, or if you're just starting advertising on Facebook right now, the, the more money you can spend early on, the better it is because what you're doing is you're buying data. That's that 100%. You're buying data. Yeah. You can then make decisions off of. So for example, let's take the, the example of somebody who spends $5 a day. Okay. And compare that to somebody that spends $50 a day. Yeah. The person spending $50 a day gets data 10 times faster. 
exactly. than the person spending five bucks a day. So after, depending on the situation and the, you know, all that kind of stuff, like you're going to be able to make decisions so much faster on the 50 bucks a day than the five. And so like that can help you get to a point where you're making better decisions on data versus just pure testing and guessing and stuff. But on the flip side, not everybody has 50 bucks a day. Like I've had clients start at five bucks a day and we've been able to scale it up. But the, the thing is that takes time. You know, you cannot, man, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. You can't climb a mountain in like 10 steps. You know, it takes well, time. You can't, you can't climb a mountain with a 10 foot rope. Yeah, you know? that's, that's, that's a good one too, right? You know what I mean? You gotta like, yeah, you're not Alex Hanold. You can't climb the whole thing with, with no budget. Right. You know I mean? And you so. might be starting with a 10 foot rope, but what you can do is you can slowly add on to that rope. Yeah. As long as you have the expectation that you're not going to climb that whole mountain with just the 10 foot rope. And I think a lot of people don't have that expectation and, and then they get disappointed and sometimes they'll stop when they're actually starting to see success, but they don't, they don't put two and two together. So right. all these things could like mess you up because I see a lot of people in general, not giving it enough time to succeed. And, and sometimes that means 14 days. Sometimes, sometimes that means 114 days. Like there's no set amount that it varies on every account and every niche and stuff, but you want to, you want to be realistic about what can you spend and then do take that amount and do the most with it. You know, like here's, here's a mistake. Let's say you have, what would be a small amount? Let's, let's talk about like a small number. Let's say like 10 or 15 bucks a day. Yeah. I was just going to say 10 bucks a day. Yeah. And let's say you have like a pretty big audience. Let's say like 500,000 people or more, maybe even right. you know, a million. If you take that 10 bucks a day, and let's say you're doing video ads and you're doing like 10 ads at $1 a day. I mean, it's going to take forever probably at that to get any kind of traction and, and even know what's going on. Like right. you can't do 10 different campaigns. Well, physically you can technically, I guess, but is that smart? No, no. you know, but a lot of people will try and do that to try and stretch that. But when you, when you do that, you're actually only hurting yourself. Right. Nope. That's exactly right. I think, you know, sometimes I think uh, when, when it comes to like Facebook ads, here's the deal. Marketing in general on Facebook is extremely cheap. That's the good. Yeah. Yep. Right. But marketing in general is not like paid advertising is not something that every business should do. Right. The reality is, is there's a lot of things that you can do before you get to that point. So really, sure. Like, I, I think, I, I think so many people look at their business and they're like, man, if only I had better marketing or if, if only, if only this thing, right. And the reality is, is what they end up doing is they end up like throwing money at that problem and saying, well, psychologically, if I put money at this, it'll, it'll solve the problem in my mind. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's really, it's not a good idea. It is not a good idea to do that. So I guess, I guess the, the context of this conversation is saying, Hey, this is assuming your business is 
funded and ready to roll on Facebook. I think it's, I, it's ironic though, because the reason we got to talking about this in the first place was just because some people just think, it, I don't know if they've just got big, you know, big eyes and a small appetite, whatever it is, but they just think that they can go really far with very little. So I, I think that's the overarching message here is, you know, if you're going to, if you're taking your business and you are like, you've got a real business and now you want to throw some gasoline on it with ads on Facebook, it's a very smart and intelligent thing to do if you're in that situation. Right. Yeah. But if, if you don't have this, 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 the sales cycle down, if you don't have the systems, all that in your business, and then, and you start to throw, you know, you start to throw money at it. It's a good way to lose money. Sure. You know what I mean? Quickly too. Yeah. Quickly. Absolutely. <laughs> but you got to know what you're doing. I think one, one thing I'd like to maybe share is, and I think what would be kind of fun would be to split this thing up right now into two groups, two buckets. One would be like local budget ideas. And then the other would be more of like a nationwide type campaign. And maybe we could talk about that for a minute before. Sure. Okay. So like I do a lot of marketing with local brick and mortar, right? And we call it the digital shift. So brick and mortar, whether that's uh, folks, doctors, private practices, uh, real estate agents, attorneys, you know, folks in that space that are trying to go from their service-based business to like leveraging it with Facebook ads, which is a really smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but I, I think, in, in like what makes sense a lot of times for people doing that is really you can get away with smaller budgets. You can get away with 10 to $20 a day in ads and just focus on objectives that are more about providing value and positioning in your market first, right? And really testing. Cause I mean, unless you live in a huge place like Los Angeles, when you're marketing to local places, you're going to be marketing around your physical location. Mm -hmm. Right. And because of that, you're not going to have huge audiences. I mean, a hundred thousand, 200,000, that's probably about as big as you're going to get. So you can really do a lot of good work with 10, $15 a day in engagement or video, whatever type, type ads. Right. And really just focus there and say, Hey, my strategy for local is going to be to build up my brand and to really find out what type of content is appealing to my audience here. And then once you've done that, you can start shifting that more into the lead gen thing, right? You can start doing lead generation after that. And you can really blend the cost of both your content marketing with your lead gen. And I think you can do, I mean, 20 bucks a day when you're doing both, you can get away with it in local marketing still on Facebook. And that's, I mean, what is that? 20 bucks a day. That's like 600 bucks a month, a little over 600 bucks a month. You can still get away with that, which is a flipping steal. Oh yeah, totally. Yep. I think that's a great strategy. Um, I'll talk about, we also handle some local businesses quite a bit and stuff, but I also do a lot of more uh, broad campaigns too, like for coaches and consultants and course people and um, businesses that are local, but they also sometimes will branch out and, and advertise worldwide or right. at least countrywide. So um, in terms of those types of things, if you're going to target like all of the U.S. or maybe even 
Canada and UK and all those, these areas where there's millions of people. Right. Um, I recommend a couple of things. You've got to have enough budget to really um, work that audience. And if you don't, you can still start small, but then you should really like focus and hone in on a specific segment of an audience. You know, if you are starting small, but let's say you've got, you know, let's say you've got 25, 50 bucks a day or a hundred bucks a day that you can spend or more. Yeah. Then what I always recommend to start is you do a broad campaign that targets a wide range of people with very few, you know, limitations. Yeah. And then you also do a segmented campaign that's very specific to a small segment of the market. And you make your copy match that segment perfectly. Right. And you run those ads concurrently together and test one against the other uh, against the other and see if one outperforms and also i highly recommend video ads no matter what you're doing whether you're local or not um it doesn't mean don't do image ads those are awesome too but video ads you can get when you get a great video like it takes a good video to to but when you get one it is amazing I, i'm thinking of one right now i've got a client um, that sells a little technology product. And we are literally getting right now opt-ins for like eight cents and, and like 15 cents for opt-ins. Like these are email leads. And part of the reason is why she did an amazing video that draws them in. And so the video is getting like 10 second views for one cent. And these are all targeted to a specific market in the US that's not some third world country or anything. Um, so video ads can maximize your budget, whether it's a small budget or large. And then if you do some broad ads coupled with some smaller segmented ads and you're testing against each other and stuff mm -hmm. that can work really well. Do you use, uh, do you find yourself using, uh, engagement video or do you just video view campaigns? Uh, both, you know, um, you test yeah. them always. Yeah, I'm definitely always testing. It just seems like lately we're getting good engagement, just going straight out the gate, doing video um, and stuff. But if if it ever isn't the case, then yeah, man, like engagement can still be a great way to go. And sometimes it's still a smart way to go right away, like when you're first getting out of the gate for at least a few days. Yeah, I, I think I think in the context of the conversation, we're talking about like budgets, right? Mm -hmm. It's important that you guys understand there are certain objectives that you choose in Facebook. Some are more uh, expensive than others. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so that's another thing to bear in mind as you're building your strategy. I mean, video view campaigns, engagement campaigns, you know, these are cheap, cheap cam. These are cheap yep. objectives. Yeah. Yep. And, and so a lot of times you can, so, or, or, okay. And then on the other side, the, the more expensive uh, campaigns are going to be like your conversion campaigns, mm -hmm. right? And conversion is basically because the algorithm is going out and looking for buyers, yep. right? It's going and looking for people. So that's a, that's, that's a more like high, expensive. Yeah. High level stuff right there. Yeah. That's high level stuff. That's a more expensive objective. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if you're going out and you're saying, Hey, you know, we're limited on budget and you're choosing, choosing a conversion objective, that might not be the smartest path though. That might not be a good thing. 
Mm -hmm. So you gotta, you gotta, as you look at the different objectives, you gotta say, well, am I, is this a highly, is this, is this objective filtering people really highly? Because if it is, it's probably more expensive. Yeah. Yep. And if it's just like going for different objectives, like engagement for one video views, like these, these things are going to be a lot cheaper. Yeah, absolutely. I love um, videos, whether it's a video view or a traffic campaign or whatever, you know, I just like video ads a lot, but we don't only do that because every once in a while an image ad will outperform the video. You know, there's no absolute. So you always want to test, but in general, you can get a lot for your money on Facebook video right now. It's not always going to be like that. You know, fast forward to a couple of years from now, it might not be anywhere near that good, but right now it is. <laughs> so you got to work it while you can. Well, and you know, um, if you haven't seen, if you're running ads and you've been maybe doing conversion objectives and you've been kind of trying to get a lead real quick, you've probably noticed that's probably not working quite as well as it used to. Because you used to be able to come out and just hit objectives or hit uh, conversions and go real quick. I mean, the reality is, is even though some of these objectives like engagement campaigns, uh, video view campaigns, even though these are cheaper uh, objectives, they're actually more in line with what Facebook really wants you to do anyway. Yeah. You know, so, and we've been talking about that since episode number one, as far as giving value in advance, uh, you know, and, and making sure that when you go to an audience, especially, uh, and this is in the, in, in this conversation, we're talking a lot about cold audiences, right? Cold audiences with, uh, and, and your budget, you can eat it up real quick if you don't know what you're doing. If you're using yep. cold audiences, unproven ads and a conversion objective, Oh boy, you can, you can burn through your budget real quick. Yeah. I've got a fun question for you. Uh Oh, here we go. You're stranded on a desert Island. Oh boy. But there's internet. Got it. But there's only one objective you can pick for the rest of your life for a Facebook ad objective and you can never change it again. Which one are you going to pick? Uh, what am I marketing for? let's say it's for any and all clients. Like you can only pick one there. So it's not like a specific client, but you can only pick one objective for the rest of your life that you can use, whether it's for yourself or for anybody else. A year ago, I would have said conversions. What would you say now? Engagement. Ooh. Okay. And, and here, here's, here's the reason. I mean, conversions today, I mean, it's just getting, dicier and dicier and dicier it's you know it's and expensive <laughs> when, when it's dialed in it's it's a no-brainer and you have when you have good money to spend and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. when it's when it's dialed in you've got proven ads you've got proven audiences you're scaling your ad spend yeah conversions it's a no-brainer but you know that's that's a that's a hard ask to do out of the gate and so if you if i only had one I mean, I'd be kind of host. So engagement is inexpensive. It's effective. And uh, I like what you can do with engagement. How about you? I'll flip this. I'll flip the script. Okay. I like engagement, but if I had to only pick one, I would go with traffic. Yes. Why is that? I just, I like that one a lot. You know, it's a, it's, it's, I, I love getting people to landing pages 
and stuff. And I can try and, you know, I can get eyeballs, I can optimize for landing page views, but I can also try and get engagement by doing certain things in the copy to try and get the best of both worlds. And there's not one that's better than the other. But if I could only pick one, that would be it. I just feel like for me, I just feel like that's the perfect, you know, if I could only have one, that would check most of my boxes. I like it. But yeah, like that's I said, good. there's not like one that's always better than the other, you know, so it's it's a hard question because there's like a bunch of <laughs> different campaigns that could be good. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, we're never, I don't think, ever going to be in that position, like Castaway <laughs> or whatever. By the way, that was a great movie. Did, did that was a great movie? movie, Wilson. Wilson! Am I, am I the only one that actually shed tears when he lost Wilson in the ocean? You know, I feel bad saying that, but I literally did shed some tears. That made me sad. I, I definitely don't think you were the only one. I didn't because I'm not a wuss. Yeah. <laughs> That's so rude, bro. Oh my gosh. No, that got that me, bro. Like he, he had such a bond with that volleyball. I felt horrible. It sounded really funny just now when you said he had such a, a bond with that volleyball. That was his life in for so long. That was his oh my gosh. I felt what a, so what a, a trippy situation. You yeah. guys, as you know, we have fun on this podcast. We like to share and deliver value in our experience when in uh, when it comes to Facebook ads, but sometimes we get uh, swept away to a desert island talking about <laughs> volleyballs. That's so, the entertainment part of the equation. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, you guys, that is episode number 102. Thank Woo. you so much for tuning in and listening to our podcast. We love you guys. And by the way, if you like it, rate it, subscribe, tell your friends about it, tell your grandma about it. She might want she want she might want to know about Facebook ads. Yeah. So, tell everyone about it. And if you don't, we're going to be, ha we're going to have hurt feelings. Especially feel he might cry. No, I won't cry on that. <laughs> hey, remember I train, uh, you know, a lot of fighting stuff. So that's true. I have to like punch you in the nose. If you talk too much smack, bro. No, that's true. Don't, don't, punch I'm, me I'm, 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 I'm a nice guy. I won't, I won't punch you in the nose. But no, that was fun. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate your time. Any last parting words of wisdom, Sam, on budget? Uh, no, uh, that joke at the very beginning, the reason that joke is really funny is because I've got a seven-year-old daughter who, who came home from school and told me that joke. And she told it to me with a straight face and she didn't know why it was so funny and I could not stop laughing. <laughs> and, uh, so Kids that's are a little so bit pure and innocent these days it was yeah, well she is definitely so that's a good yeah. well actually not all of them are so that's actually a really good thing yep. that, that she is so that's props exactly. to you guys on that we do our best you guys thank you so much for being here we'll see you next week have a great week let us know if you need anything elitemarketer.org if you have show ideas and we will see you next time peace out Thanks for listening to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this with all your friends. For show notes, more tips, and to learn more about us, please visit fbadspodcast.com.